shit. We live. Yes, sir. Now, before we get started, uh, let me remind you, because I just remembered myself. Put the phone on Do Not Disturb. Oh, yeah. It's on there. I forgot, boys. I just thought about it when this damn thing picked up. <coughs> yep, I got the Remy in my hand. Got the joint in the other hand. Can okay, I'm on this first. show. You say what? Can I say that on this show? I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Well, it is a family show, but. <laughs> oh man we got i mean man it's been a while man i mean anything new been going on yeah uh nelly and ludicrous oh man yeah yeah man oh man i mean See, you in a tough position because you you got you got ties. You don't want. I, I don't have none of this, so I could just say it. Why you play that shit, man? <laughs> Dog, what about Midwest Swing? <laughs> what about number one? Number one. I don't know, man. He was apt to play that shit too. Like he had been wanting us to hear that shit. Hey man, look here. I think he did. <laughs> I think he did. I'm going to God, man. Hey, what if what if what if he the smartest nigga in the room and he thinking, okay, everybody finna play the shit that motherfuckers love, but I'm about to hit them to the shit they may not know about. They about to go check it out and give me some some new streaming money. I mean, it's possible, but that's a hell of a, you know. Yeah, it was a, a lot. Of, it was a lot of people on there. For sure, for sure. Okay, I think we got we got Mr. West on the line. Yo, yo, what's up? Oh, what's up, my wake brother? up, Mr. West. Yeah, first time, man. How, how y'all boys doing? Great, man. Life is good. I can't good. complain. How about you? I know, I know, y'all niggas bumping ludicrous. <laughs> 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 now look, man, that's family business, man. We ain't gonna talk to you about that. Hey, but that is my guy, though, man. I ain't think it was gonna go like that. You know, sometimes you forget how many hits and songs niggas got, man. That shit been a while ago, man. Man, you know what? I felt so damn old, but it's like that shit do not feel like it was that long ago. No, it don't. Right. 20 years? 20 fucking years, dog. Right. We were still in high school. I was. I was still in high school. Yeah, me too. Hey, um, like I'm all the way from the small town, Salem, Alabama. I ain't gonna lie. When uh, Nelly came out, man, we had them band-aids on our face, y'all. <laughs> y'all put the band-aids yeah, on y'all yeah. face? Under, under the eye? Yeah. I used to have that band-aid up under the eye. Nigga, we didn't put the band-aid on. We did that shit, dog. We did that and the Jabos and Reeves with the uh, cash money. We did that now. We yeah, did we that. did that. Hey, like, did you put a Band-Aid on? No. I did that shit a couple <laughs> <times>. <laughs> <laughs> You see how aggressively Lake said that? He won- He said that in a way that said his tone was like, don't ask me no shit like that. <laughs> like, no Band-Aid on. Yo, all right. So, all right. We gonna keep it clean. Me... 
I, I used to, I did the Javos and Reese, but I really was, and Nino will tell you this, I really was a Timberland nigga. I was on that East Coast shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like the only nigga on that shit, but like, I had to do, everybody did the Javos and Reese, though. If you ain't do that, like, you, it was like, nigga, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the Band-Aid, I, I ain't do that. I ain't even rock vocal. But I will say I knew a lot of niggas that did though. Yeah, I rock vocal. I still got some of my vocal shit. But you see where we from? We ain't never had like no rap stars and shit from Alabama. And shit. So we used to always try to, you know what I'm saying? Get that right. shit, Mr. Biggs. Yeah, him. And Dirty. Yeah. But they went like Nelly Big though, you know what I'm saying? Like right. shit, nobody was ever they Nelly was Big. Regional big. Whoever got as big as Nelly ever? Only one person. I I will share this with y'all. I've heard of, I've heard him cut this promo before. I've heard that straight from the man mouth. Only one person. Eminem. He he is screaming that to the heavens. Only one motherfucker ever outsold me. But other than that, and he cheated. He got he had a cheat code. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, at that time. Now. And no, no, Jay Z said the only niggas moving units was uh him, Eminem, and uh Nelly at that time. Right, that was true. But he left out one nigga that everybody was hating on, and they still hate on him. But uh, Ja Rule was getting his at that time too. He was just about to fall off. Right, he was just about to fall off because Fifty just came out. But he had just dropped that Bobby Brown joint. Hey, quit playing with Ja Rule. Nigga, that, that joint was tight. That boy was hard. Hey, they better quit playing with y'all. They act like that nigga wasn't hard, man. But he has some shit now. You can yeah. also look at it like this, though. Nelly was the. Uh, it's only a few niggas that had a diamond album, like uh, ten, no ten. Uh, what is ten million? Yeah. Ten million. See, Nelly was one of the few. Yeah. There's only a few niggas that did that. And and most of them Back. either had a double disc, or it was the greatest hits album in part case. Pocket too, but right. the greatest hits album. I mean, it count, but you know, it ain't like a project that you put together for a specific theme. Right? No, right? No, yeah, that's facts. It, it was a great, you know, Tupac greatest hits. Of course, gonna sell ten million. That nigga had hella hits, and then he was dead. But like you were saying, like shit, to be a nigga from St. Louis, nigga. I'm not from New York, nigga, or L.A. I'm not repping that shit. I got a bandaid on my face. And it still sell ten million. Yeah, you did something. And I'm not white. I think uh, right. I think yeah. they said Jay did it on Hard Knock Life, and I think Fifty Shit eventually made it to Diamond, but I'm not sure. I had to fact check that shit. Yeah, I ain't sure either. I can't. I definitely can't tell you if you're wrong. Damn, them was good times. All the names y'all name was like, and them just some of the heavyweights that ain't going all down the right you now. Oh yeah, Outkast did right it with uh with the speaker box. Yeah, double this though. But that wasn't that bad shit though at all. Right. But like you said, bro, we got even going to our lower level niggas, niggas like Pastor Troy. You know what I'm saying? UGK like, niggas that didn't make it to the to that level, but in the streets they was fucking with it. Right. Pastor Troy? Hell yeah. We was fucking with that same. That nigga was goddamn the truth, man. 
Man, he was the truth. He kind of started bro. that crunk shit, man, like with 3-6, but it like, his shit just died down. Like, I don't know why. I guess when Lil John started coming out, it kind of phased him out a little bit. I don't know. You know what? He did some of that, uh, the, what, it was like a, it was some DSGB, uh, like compilation type thing. Nah, bro, I straight had that CD. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, I had it too, and it was like, I, I think he started trying to put more attention on that, and uh, you know, it just I don't know. It just he just kind of, but shit, everybody do that. You have your moment, and then you kind of right. level off, or you fade away. Right, fact, like shit, like uh, my nigga, uh, left, right, left. What was his name? Drama, drama, drama. Had the shit <laughs> lit. That boy had the shit lit for quite a minute. I swear. <laughs> Swear to God. Yeah, so that, at that time, the CDs came with the instrumentals and shit. So I like niggas used to rap on that beat all the time. Right. <laughs> Hell yeah. That was good times, man. That was real that was good, times. good times, man. Hey, you know what? That's I just thought of something when y'all brought up drama and, and since we brought it up after Pastor Troy, and you know you'll throw miracle in there as far yeah. as right. I the thing we as old heads, like we the new old heads. So right. like, it's like when we be talking about all these motherfuckers sound the same, and I'm not saying that that ain't true because a lot of motherfuckers do sound the same. So I'm like, I don't be knowing whose song is Rich the Kid or Young Thug or TJ. I it's like that shit just sounds and I, and they be good songs. I'm listening. Right, to them. I know what you're saying. I feel like who that is. I feel like that whole wave of artists like Thug. I feel like all that is an offspring from Future and Wayne to me. Yeah, it is. But you trip off her like it's always been the thing when the it's just that music comes out so rapidly now, so people can get shit to you without having to be connected in certain circles and business no more. Right. So it's like back then when we was coming out, if some got hot, Bong got hot, no disrespect to nobody. But Bong got hot and then a the label wanna push crucial conflict. Cause then they now they hunting for that sound. Oh, right. like this, you know. Uh, no disrespect to nobody here either. But Nelly got hot. Suddenly, Pretty Willie gets interesting, and Pretty Willie is dope. He was dope. Pretty Willie right. had like, I would say at least what you say, Lakes, like at least five, four or five bangers in the city. You know what I'm saying? No question. Right. Like he was dope. No question. And and, and he made it to 106 in part. Shit, he was he was on his way. He was on his way, you know. That's a and, and you know such a thing. Business side, another story, but it's like when people start looking for their sound. But but now we it's just like, couldn't push it as hard. But now it's like niggas can take your sound and they perfect that shit and do it better. And it's like they forgot about <laughs> the original. You know what I mean? Right. Like, that's true. That nigga Ja Rule and X, they been like doing the the singing and. The same rapping. Right. It's like niggas just take that shit and evolve it. Yep. Nelly too. You gotta throw Nelly in there. He been, I mean, right. who was singing and rapping before Nelly? Right. Only niggas you can say for real is Bone Thug. True. But yeah. you're talking about straight like putting melody into raps. Nelly did that first, bro. Like that's why I'd be saying like this is my whole thing, and we done hopped off into a music conversation. I love music. But this is my whole thing, and this is why I don't really be debating niggas about music. 
but like we just having a conversation, a good conversation. But my whole thing about music, bro, that makes me mad about niggas our age. We can't like you like you just said, uh, Ma. You we had drama, miracle, Pastor Troy. It was hella niggas. We could we it's something we forget. Yep. But but we fuck with that shit. But like I straight remember when certain niggas wouldn't fuck with that. They would be like, man, that old stupid ass shit. You know what I'm saying? Like niggas that fuck with real rap niggas. You know what I'm saying? Like and I fuck with that shit too. You know, but I'm from St. Louis, bro. Like, bro from Alabama, Ma, you from St. Louis. So, yeah, I fuck with that rap shit. You know what I'm saying? I fuck, bro. I'm a huge Jay Z fan. Jada Kiss, Nas, all the niggas. All the niggas hard to me. Tupac, you know what I'm saying? But I'm from St. Louis, bro. We talk different. We do things different. We move different. So, certain type of music may catch my ear and may not catch the ne- uh, next motherfucker ear. Like a goddamn E. Uh, a UGK or a, a, a Master P at the time, you know what I'm saying? But here in our city, and I'm sure in Alabama, I know niggas from Alabama, that we was fucking with that shit. Right. So, now in 2020, to me, it's like we so, it's always our age, but we so quick to shit on these niggas, bro. You can't, you can't fault these niggas for trying to be more creative, bro. Right. You cannot you cannot use that against them. That's unfair. Because how can you sit here and say, oh man, I don't fuck with the future or uh, Lil Uzi Vert, any one of them little niggas, uh, NBA young boy, you know what I'm saying? Because they took certain pieces from artists that they grew up listening to and implemented into their shit, but it's, a, it's some different shit. So you know what I'm let, saying? Like you can't. Let me say this though. You can't. You can't fault them for that. And then and you also look at it like this. It's the same thing we do with the group, uh, with the sports thing, man. It's like, uh, folks, you really going to be biased toward that era that kind of made you fall in love with the craft of hip hop. But at the same time, if you you know, niggas out. A lot of niggas my age. You want to, You can't just listen to old music forever. Like if you just gonna be stuck in your time, you're never gonna be hip to to what's new. And you don't want to sound like how old niggas was treating us. Like my mom then was like, "Man, y'all listen too much rap music. That ain't from my time." Starting to sound like the people that you know was saying that shit to us when we was kids and shit. So it's like, man, you gotta get these young niggas they props. We can't listen to niggas who ain't been out in twenty years forever. That's a yeah, that's a true fact too. And even with the artists that you do love that's been out for 20 years, if you really love that artist like that when they have a new project, some people need to check it out right. because you'll have uh older artists still dropping music, but because they're not cool, even they so-called loyal fans from back in the day, they not even riding with them no more. And and it's like the music is so business, you know. I, I'm not even gonna pretend to know what you know, Lakes. But just from the outside looking in, it it gets so um, analytic, I guess, to where it ain't just about, like, music is about, <clears throat> my bad, music is about giving somebody an experience. It's your art, you know what I'm saying? And we support. What'd you say? I said most definitely. Hell yeah. So, like, bro, it's supposed to be, granted, everybody make money and do their thing. 
but it's supposed to be what you can create, and that's the special thing. Like one thing I give you this credit on. Remember when we was coming up, two major artists, it was like just a big deal that they'd do one song together. You know what I'm saying? It's Man, like, that's so true. Now these young cats, dog, they got freedom to do like it's hella masterpiece. There's still a lot of niggas that's under labels, and there ain't no such thing as another masterpiece. But you feel what I'm right. saying? Like as far as owning their shit and making money, and they free to do whatever they want to do across these. You know, cities and it was certain areas wasn't even fucking with each other, bro. Like we seen the whole thing, but to get to but to what you said, Marcus, about uh about uh, everybody being nostalgic, I straight think about that a lot. And this is what you can. This is how you know you being biased because you start naming off shit and all your shit is the same shit. What I mean is, what was the best era in wrestling? Just so happened the one we had when we grew up. What was the best era in basketball to you? Just so happened the one you had when you grew up, right? <laughs> Just right. Like, what's the best era of music? Right. What's the best era of NFL? All your shit gonna be the same. You're gonna say between these years, that's when it was the best. Do do y'all watch uh the hip hop evolution shit on Netflix? You know nope. what? I seen it, but I haven't watched it. They break it yet. down every era of hip hop from the 70s all the way up. Like they break down every era. It's really good, man. Any hip hop head should catch every episode. What's it called again? What's that called? Hip hop evolution on Netflix. It got it break down the uh everything, bro. The mix they got the uh, I really like the mixtape. They got the the episode that focus on the mixtape, how 50 Cent started that shit, all the way up until DJ Drama getting this shit raided by the feds and getting arrested. Like they got every from the seventies all the way up. You know what I'm saying? Pretty pretty much to the early two thousands. And they still document adding on to it every couple of months. Oh, I ain't know nothing about that. You just put me on. Hey. Me too. I wanted to, some other uh another thing that I had heard y'all say earlier, I wanted to just throw this in there, man. Like when I was I was born in eighty seven. So when I was coming up in small town Selma, Alabama, at that time, early nineties, it was all about West Coast, man. Uh we and we hated Facts. East Coast, like all just without even listening too much. Even though we seeing Biggie shit number one on on the uh, on the countdown on BET all the time, we like straight Tupac and Snoop Dogg and Dre niggas. So it's like I didn't really get. I had to break my own bias to really start appreciating Nas and Big. Like as I got older, but like in the nineties, the whole Alabama was West Coast. We ain't fuck with New York at all. Mm. I can't front though. St. Louis was very similar, bro. Like, you had to find niggas that like that shit. Like, I was a, one of the very few niggas that I even. Oh, my nigga on my block, bro. I grew up on Bartlett. We about to St. Louis, off Page and Union. So, anybody from St. Louis know what's up. So, bro, right. if I came outside playing some Jay Z, some Nas type shit, bro. That shit was immediately getting cut off. Immediately, bro. Bro, when I came outside, bro, because we had I, I street <laughs> off at the bottom. Bro, no cap, bro. If I came outside, bro, because we it, at the bottom of my street. It's, Ma, if you ever been on Page Union, bro, where that peach used to be? Yeah. Bro, I grew up right over there, right down the street from Soldan. At Walgreens at that the street going up is cut off. 
So you can't get in, you can't get out. You have to go all the way around. It's a little gang where you can come through there. We had a hoop down the street right there my whole life. So niggas from other blocks, Kate's, whatever, uh, anywhere, anywhere around would come hoop. Shoot dice, whatever the fuck you want to do. So niggas that had a music playing outside, bruh, and I had mad CDs. I'm talking about Anybody who dropped some shit, I bought their CD. I post a video in the group, and you can see my collection of CDs was ridiculous. Bruh, if I ever put some fucking Jay-Z, Biggie, <laughs> Wu-Tang, any of that shit in there, bruh, my shit was getting broke. They was flock, That shit was frisbeed out. Frisbee. <laughs> Frisbee. Bruh, they bumping that coming out hard. A ball MJG, bro. I know that CD front and back. Just from listening to it hooping, bro. No, no bullshit, bro. Uh, anything, bro. That P, anything, no limit was on nonstop. You know what I'm saying? It was like, bro. Boy, anything they drop. Right. So, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I got, I basically got to fuck with everything. Like, if you come outside, you're gonna hear West Coast down south shit. But in my crib, right, it was it was actually a nigga from the up street that was on that shit too. He wasn't even from my block. He moved over there. So he would start uh CD trading with me. So I would give him some of that shit I like. And he would throw me some of that East Coast shit. And I, that's when I would like hear bars, you know what I'm saying? I'm sitting there like, ooh, what that nigga say? You know what I'm saying? But like Ain't on that, mm-hmm. shit, you know, but just each different type of music, I think, made me unbiased to like, okay, I get it, I get everybody what they trying to say, bro. You, you know what, have, uh, you should have your CD collection because niggas that shit was a hot commodity, niggas are breaking your car. Oh, so yeah, for Hey, that's a real thing. You just have to take your face off your radio and put it in the CD book and zip it up and take it in the house. I swear. Go. If you left you it in there, CD yeah. book. Yeah. you had to start all the way over. And CDs wasn't cheap. Fuck <laughs> no. $20, nigga. $25.30 if you want the deluxe. Right. twenty. Hey, they used to sell had a deluxe version. Like They was pimping songs for real. The album got 17 songs. That deluxe got 21. Right. Exactly. <laughs> no other way to get it. But dog, look, David, something you I'm sure you knew about. And Marcus, I don't know, you might have known about it too, but I don't know how many people knew, but I didn't know. Right here in St. Louis, you just drive damn about 300 miles west, and you get to Kansas City. And Kansas City is like the West Coast and the Midwest. Yeah, I knew that. They don't fuck with nothing. The West Coast, know. really, the really not even just West Coast. They fuck with Bay Area West Coast music. And then, and then got to have some type of weird beef with the Bay at, at, at the yeah, same time. When they jack their whole out. shit, but I ain't gonna do that to them. But they jack that shit. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like that's crazy because the distance that they are from each other versus the distance that we are from each other, St. Louis and Kansas City. But it was a lot of shit going on in Kansas City that I wasn't hearing. And when you go up, to, when you go over there, um, a lot of shit that we would be listening to, they had no idea. You're like, damn. 
Y'all don't y'all don't listen I, to I got a wild They story. play way I'm more West Coast. It's so. funny you say that, bro. I got a wild story. <laughs> Jump into sports. This is gonna be quick, bro. But dog. I straight remember. I bro, I, I get JR on this podcast right now. He will confirm it, bro. He was with us. It was me, him, our partner C store. We they my partner C store, he got family in uh Columbia, Missouri. So we would always go down there and fuck with them. So we drove to Kansas City from Columbia off his marriage. They was like, shit, bro, y'all should come to Columbia, man. And he was on that West Coast shit, too. We was like, shit, I ain't never been to Kansas City. So, shit, we all just went. Bro, this was like, this had to be like 05, 06, bro. Bro, I own my, my kids, bro. I saw motherfuckers in there doing the dance called the stupid we was laughing <laughs> we was laughing bro we was like what the fuck is these country ass they doing the stupid you hear me some kansas city local nigga had a song called the, do the stupid bro this is way before e40 dropped the go stupid go dumb dumb it's the same dance mm. bro when i seen it years later i was like wait a minute Bruh, they had been doing that shit, bruh. No, bruh, they had been on that. They had been on that, that, that hyphy shit. Hyphy, that's what it was. They were saying that back then. They was like, y'all don't know about hyphy? He's like, fuck no. What are you talking about? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Bruh, they had been on that shit, bruh. Right. Damn. Damn, that's crazy. And it's like, how do they take the culture from, like, you know what I'm saying? What's the connection? California is hella far from Kansas City, bro. That's crazy, man. <laughs> bro, I swear that's a true story, bro. No lie. They straight, uh, I don't know. We don't even be involved right. in that. You see what I'm saying? Like, we right here next to them. We don't know nothing about St. Louis. That's the first time yeah, I've bro. heard it. Real shit, though. Well, while we got everybody on here, we got to talk about, first thing, we're going to talk about the last dance, but uh, Marcus, he was very involved on the list. Can we talk about that for a second? Come on, go ahead. Bro. You said me? I mean, I just want to know, first of all, your opinion about it, how it was done. Just, you know, give us your, you know, we haven't had you on the podcast, so shit. Okay. Tell us what you thought. Uh, I like I like the way that they did it because uh, I like the way that Jordan didn't really hold nothing back. He kind of showed like a lot of his failures or a lot of his struggles instead of just making it like a god like type of thing. And it and it and it accomplished it accomplished just that, man. Like I got a better view of Jordan uh, after the documentary. Just seeing that nigga like go through the trenches and seeing what kind of teammate he was and what he expected out of those guys. Like, I was already saying that Jordan was number one, but that shit just kind of solidified it. I'm the biggest LeBron fan, but, you know, I, I still got Bron at two. So, uh, man, that was the best That was the best shit, best documentary I might have seen in my life, dog. I agree I, with I, that. I, I actually, I got ESPN Plus. I just be going back and watching it on demand. I watch it. I watched it, like, all of it, more than once. Definitely the best sports documentary mm-hmm. I've seen. Is it the longest oh, no question? 
But you know what else? We gonna get back on that. But I just saw that they doing the uh, Lance Armstrong thirty for thirty. But I know that's gonna be good. But Showtime did be water. They doing one on Lance Armstrong. But show Showtime. Nah, I'm talking about B Water. What you say? B Water. Did you no. see that? That's Bruce Lee, man. Y'all need to get, need to get. Uh, I got the ESPN Plus bundle. I don't know if niggas on that shit, but it, it comes with Disney Plus, Hulu, and ESPN Plus for twelve dollars, twelve dollars a month. And that bitch got I all got the that. documentaries on there, man. Everything sports, man. All so I was just gonna say, yep. Showtime did a documentary on Lance Armstrong already, and man, if I don't know if it can beat that one, bro, because. Man, bro, I always knew about the story, but he was a fucked up person, dog. Like, anybody that, bro, you don't have to care nothing about no damn bicycle to watch this story, bro. This is some, it's some straight movie shit, bro. It's like some straight movie shit what this dude was on, bro. Like, his whole mind, like, think about it, bro. Think about Jordan or LeBron. Like, we talk about these guys knowing, nigga, I'm about to cheat my way to the top. I'm going to do my brand. Just like they do their brands, make sure that shit, A1, link up with the bro. This dude was maniacal. Bro, you mm. have, yo, if ESPN do a better job than Showtime did on that shit, two kudos to them because I was watching that just like I couldn't keep my eyes off the TV. Like, yo, this dude, something else. You said bro. this is on Showtime, Lance Armstrong? Bro, this dude, wow, bro. Dang. He turned on his family. He turned on <laughs> his friends. Bro, this nigga wanted to be number one. Like, yo, that shit crazy, bro. You Niggas got to watch that. Definitely. Yeah, I'm going to have to check it out because I heard some bad things about him, but I never spoke on him because I never dug in enough details to know niggas, you know niggas, what I mean so, niggas like you man cause everybody just be talking out the top of their head without no type of damn research or watching nothing uh, that's what I don't be like <laughs> I can't debate with no nigga like that who ain't even gonna be with, you know what I'm saying who not even gonna use no facts we just going off emotions I don't I can't do that all that typing for that yeah more <laughs> I've always been like that because you wanted a more Sensible LeBron, like you always see, you know what I mean? Like, see, it's like, man, see, y'all niggas be going a little too far. I be, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I can, I can say, I can vouch for that just off what I've seen in the group, right? Appreciate that, yeah, man. And I gotta tell you, like, I, I was, um, I was very surprised in that. Uh, which I shouldn't be. I've been in the group for a good while. And we got a lot of good dudes in that motherfucker too, man. A couple females or whatever. But it was shocking to me like when you did that list and like people voicing their opinions or, or, or for some people frustrations like I got tired of explaining <laughs> what the rules was and how you did it. It's just seeing where people land. Like, this ain't none of our opinion. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is just, hey, let's count shit and let's see what happens. This list trash. How he gonna be number seven? It's like, 
Nigga, I just, all I That's did it. was count. I didn't, I didn't do nothing else. So how, how, who are you voicing your frustration with that you upset at the list? When this is what I said I was gonna do, and it's just a, it's a, it's a cool way of looking at things, bro. Because I, like looking at that, like I, I made the point about Kevin Garnett and where he was put, and it's like when when the top ten players, granted it was post merger, so it's a lot right. of names missing, but. Even amongst the players that, you know, Magic is ranked right up there with, uh, you know, the players before the merger. He always in the top, you know, Kobe, LeBron, they all. But it's like Kevin Garnett being with them just said, like, he had a lot of marks on his career and one title. He only got one title, so he didn't get his numbers raised like, uh, right. you know, <laughs> like Scottie Pippen. Right. You know <laughs> Man, bro, that that list that list was about the best idea, one of the best things that could that that I've seen since I've been in that group, because it's like you said, it's unbiased and it kind it's kind of enlightening to the fact that it educates you. You know what I'm saying? As an individual, you like I had you know I had a whole different top ten or top twenty five. So it's niggas that made this list that we don't even be talking about top fifteen, top twenty. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, I gotta reevaluate my own shit. So like that shit was excellent, dog. And I I appreciate the work whoever did the work excellent. and research to do it. Like I appreciate the niggas who did that. Like did, did that shit. Round of applause for you, bro. Yo, you wanna yeah, all right. This for the group. But how we we'll take the group behind the scenes. When we decided to do it, I told I told Miles like, yo, we gotta uh, we're gonna do this uh list shit. I'm going to go in and, uh, you know, ask the group what they want to do, and then shit, we're going to go from there. And then when we uh, figured it out, he was like, damn, that's going to be a lot of research. Tell them what I told you, bro. I was off that day. Tell them what I told you, bro. You said, I'll do that shit. I will do that shit right <laughs> now. Bro, how <laughs> fast did I have that shit back to you? Oh, you, you, did, the whole t- you did the whole 25 in one day? day? I think. Damn, I think so. I, think I did, did that shit in two, three hours. Wow. Yep, he killed that shit. And you know what, bro? This is what I'm saying. Like, who? Okay, who? Like, let me just, just, just give me your honest answers. This ain't about nothing. Just give me your honest answers. Who is the goat? Jordan. Who? Who is the closest thing you've seen to Michael Jordan? Kobe. You added the shit up unbiased. You've been hearing all week. Anybody that don't got Kobe in their top five, I'm not validating your list. Different people is coming out saying shit like this. It's like he 10th. And when you did it and you added the points up, he was sitting right there next to Michael Jordan. That's interesting, ain't it? That's like, but the TV got an opinion. So he ain't going to be able to get there because... Ain't nobody gonna. It's like niggas is gonna buy into what they hear repetitively. Exactly. You're not gonna right. constantly go against the grain and say something. Hey, right. bro, I ain't, ain't gonna, gonna lie. Go. That's the, ain't that's the dumbest uh, argument ever as far as like COVID not being in that top five. Cause like oh, at least for the last year and having the group, I've been saying my top three: uh, Jordan, Brian, and Kobe. And niggas always come to me yeah. like he's too, too much like Jordan. I'm like, how can you knock a nigga for being like their idol? And, like, you would think that that would be a plus, you know what I'm saying, if any nigga can mimic Jordan. So I don't think that should disqualify him, disqualify him from being top five. 
just because he plays the same position and idolizes Jordan. Like, that shit don't make no sense to me. He still went out there and did it. He accomplished what was in front of him. That's a fact. And, you, Doug, I think I think what gets lost in that is because um, we we spend so much time trying to define something to where, like, if I ask you, you know, you tell – like, to where some things get fabricated in, the, in, in favor and against, and some things just – I don't know, they get lost. So, like, if, if somebody would say, like, why is Jordan the GOAT? In comparison to LeBron, they're going to say things like, Jordan would never do this, he would never do that, he would never blah, blah, blah. But, and in fact, he did do all of those things. It's just, fuck those things, because we love what he did do. You remember what he did do. You don't remember the, you know, and you're not supposed to. We're not supposed to be sitting, counting failures and shit. So like, when you said he showed his failures in the documentary, I, I said that on an earlier episode of the podcast after one of these episodes. And when you when we get to add shit up like that, it takes away from other people like Kobe because we boosted up this Michael Jordan thing. And then when you p- apply the same criteria to one debate as the other, it's going to automatically knock Kobe down. So we start getting stuff. We start counting MVPs that knocks Kobe down. We start counting finals losses that start knocking Kobe down. We start counting whether you was a sidekick or this or that, that knocks Kobe down. It's like when you think about, Okay, if you want to say sidekick to Shaq, that's that's fine. I get what anybody will mean, but do being a sidekick to Shaq make us forget that this motherfucker signed his contract at seventeen? His mama had to sign his contract because he was seventeen. He's an eighteen-year-old kid playing in the league with grown-ass men, and we talking about, but he was on the bench though. Fact. To do anything with them is crazy. Like, you understand how ridiculous you got to be to even be sitting there? Name another nigga that was sitting there. I honestly think, if you really look at the bigger picture, we live in a GOAT list slash council type of culture. It's like every single thing, whether it's music, politics, sports, everything is about who's the GOAT off the rip. You know what I'm saying? To the point where we don't, where people don't even acknowledge good solid players or good solid people because we always worried about who's the best of all time in everything that we do. Everything gotta be about a list, you know what I mean? And we 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 minimize other mm-hmm. things because we always trying to compare somebody to being the greatest of all time. Well I agree. And that's why when we did the list, I really like when I was uh putting the shit out, I didn't want to be uh, bias for any one player because I could have went crazy when Kobe ended up number two. You know what I'm saying? But it was just like, I just wanted it to be plain. Everybody get the same type of recognition because to me, everybody on this motherfucker is somebody. I mean, if you really think about what we're saying, we are basically saying that these are the best players since modern day Well, the type of basketball we watch has been here. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, you got the Wilts and the Russells, and, you know, I respect that era big time. But it, it was a, it was a completely different game than what we saw once the merger happened and the NBA took things from the ABA, like the dunk contest 
in the All-Star game, made the All-Star game bigger because now it's actually, okay, them players from that league get to finally play against. You know what I'm saying? Like, everything changed. You know what I mean? So it's like, and that is what has basically led us to where we at right now. And we're basically saying, shit, since that happened, these are the best niggas. So all of them is good. They all good. They all fuck good. They all great. You know what I'm saying? We talking about great. Yeah, that's a no-lose situation. Whichever one of them you get on your team. Do y'all do y'all think plus. it's a plus? Do y'all man. think that uh I seen that LeBron was the only active player in the top ten on the uh ESPN list? Him and Chris Paul. On the on, on the ESPN list. Oh, you talking about he said the ESPN one. Oh, the ESPN. Do y'all list. think uh oh, huh? oh I was just saying, do y'all think that uh <clears throat> more active players are gonna replace those ten that's in the uh, top ten from ESPN? Or you think those niggas are pretty much cemented in history in that top ten? Well No, I think I think Curry definitely comes. K D coming. And uh K D coming, yep, K D. Kawhi coming too. And, uh, he got a little work to do, but uh, I think he's gonna get there at the end. Mm. He's gonna get there. Well, I'm gonna say this. This my this my what I would say to that. I think it's a few players who could get there, but again, when we talk about these lists, like you just said, what is the criteria? The one thing I liked about our shit, at least we actually gave people a cry. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, none of these lists ever have. Okay, so because look, it's all subjective. Like, like Mom said one time, if I say, "Well, I'd rather start my team with Will," and he say, "Well, shit, I'd rather take Kareem." Shit, okay. You know what I'm saying? We both gonna be straight in the mm. end. So it's all subjective. But when we doing these lists, what? is the criteria. So, if you saying that uh, Shaq is top 10, I'm just using him as an example, but but Hakeem is not, because if I'm correct, that's how uh, ESPN had they list. Hakeem was not in the top correct. 10, right? Right. So, a lot of people would put Hakeem in their top 10. Now, who you would take out, I don't know, but you know what I'm saying? But you see what I'm saying? Because you're saying who could break the top 10. Well, a lot of people already felt like shit. How Hakeem was right. top 10. You know what I'm saying? So with some of them players would have to pass Hakeem to even get into that top 10 of theirs. So to, to, that's what I'm saying. Like this, the whole To be honest, bro, your me. criteria bro. is the closest. I think that's the most the criteria that the group came with. I just think that's the most accurate criteria you can get. The only thing that it don't account for is like influence and impact. That's the only thing missing. And you can, you know, then and that's subjective to how people gauge impact. But like as far as like the NBA accolades, I don't know what other better criteria you can go with. You know what I'm saying? Cause that's not bias. That's just what they did. Like, it's just what they really did. Yeah. That I, like, at, that idea should Duncan. really be submitted to ESPN. Maybe they should use that fucking criteria, though. And, and I have been the only thing is like about, the merger. And, and I, I'm I'm gonna uh, let you get to your point, but I know you was about to say something. But I have been saying this about yeah. Kevin Garnett because anybody know me know he's one of my favorite players of all time. And I have been saying if you. And, and some people be like, man, no, nah, man, you can't say that. But 
because you can kind of do that with any player. But if you took Garnett and put him in San Antonio and you take Tim Duncan and put him in Minnesota all them years, you cannot tell me Kevin Garnett don't have that same success Duncan right. had. I've been saying that for years. For years I've been saying that. But it's like you can't you you have to give championships some type of credibility also. I'm not saying that they don't mean shit. I'm not saying that. And I'm not saying that Tim Duncan always had great help in San he Antonio. He had better help than Tim Duncan did. I mean, than mm-hmm. KG did in Minnesota. But he didn't always have the best help in San Antonio. Because some of them years, uh, Parker and Ginobili, they was rookies and sophomores. They wasn't the players we saw later on, but they was decent. You know, but Parker wasn't even decent his first year. He was kind of trash. But, but my point is, he still had Popovich. He just had a better overall system, top to bottom. You can also, Minnesota. you can also say that about. Uh, I'm gonna let uh, Maul say what he got to say, but just to go off of what you said, David, I just think we can make that point about some other players too, man. Because like every, it, it's some great, awesome players that never get a chance to be on the to be on a good team. You know, like like what Kobe got drafted in Charlotte. Like what if what his career would have been like? Had he been spent his whole career in Charlotte without that without that draft trade, so I just be thinking like that and looking at niggas like Bradley Beal and Devin Booker, who I feel like the most two underrated players in the NBA. Like these niggas is like, I was doing a comparison with Devin Booker and Clay, and I was saying that I think Devin would be, you know, he can fit right in and go to state system, right where Clay is, and do the same shit and with a little bit more. So I just think some players, unfortunately, don't get a chance to even be on the championship caliber team. But that don't make them not great, like Chris Paul. Mm, preach, amen. That nigga's great, man. Yeah, I love watching. Chris and after Paul. that list, yeah. I really, I'm really putting Chris Paul. He's like, I want to say, I'm, I want to put him in my top five PGs of all time. After, after Davis list, I really want to put him in there. Close to it. Close to it. I don't know. He in mine. He in mine, bro. I got to say this about Chris Paul, man. Dog, after what I saw him doing OKC this year, bro. Right. Because even I was saying, like, bro, Chris Paul, one of my guys, but he old, you know, he got he got injured. In, uh, and, and a lot of people say that cost Houston the chance to beat Golden State that year. He got hurt. He always get hurt, though. That's That was the knock on him, like, shit. You can't even just say that because he got hurt in, in L.A. So I'm like, okay, I couldn't even say shit. Then the year after that, uh, when Kevin Durant go down, I'm like, shit, this might be Houston year, and they still get whooped on by Golden State. So even I was looking at CP3 like, damn, shit, maybe it's just a wrap for bro. You know, he gonna be in. <laughs> bro, this nigga had OKC. Fifth seed. Man, they was not. They made fifth <laughs> Come seed. on now, bro. Them dudes was They had higher seed than the Rockets. They was a higher seed than the Rockets, bro. I saw that. I said, oh, yeah. This dude, he that, he that guy. He is that guy, bro. Like, he will turn your team around and have the – he going to have the young – like, that's, a, that's one thing about him, bro. Some old vets, they hinder young players because they want the minutes, nigga. 
They want that contract. You know how they be, bro. We already know. You know what I'm saying? They'll be like, hey, look, nigga, shit. You got to figure it out. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But Chris Paul, bro, he just just make the team better, bro. I don't know what to say. What else to say? He played basketball right, and and he seemed like well, I don't. I guess I can't say he seemed like a good teammate because it is a bunch. But of some people said he's like not a good teammate. Something ain't yeah, up, that's, what I was gonna, that's what I said. Sorry. Yeah, like OKC okay, good at their whole team though. You right, this, and they, I don't know. They made their team to be a lottery team, and they fifth seed. I'm with Lakers on that shit. That's the most impressive shit of the season, man. Let me ask y'all something. Top five. Top five teams in football or basketball that had like a moment or a few years run that didn't win a championship. Example, you know, Rex Ryan's Jets. They got really good. They ain't even go to the Super Bowl. But for them two years, the Jets will punch you in your mouth and your fucking Bengals. Oh, you talking about that year, uh them them years Rex Ryan was the coach? Yeah, mm. D'Antoni Sons. Mm. They'll whoop your ass off through the regular season. Yo, that Bengals no team that uh, you remember, they had that good ass team, and they got uh, Burflick, uh did the uh, helmet the helmet on Antonio Brown, and they got oh, that penalty at the end. Yeah. Like, that was their best chance to get to the Super Bowl that year. Though. That was disappointing. Yeah, that's the point. I can't control it. That's a good. That's a good top five. Well, we can do football and basketball. I say we split it in the two. Yeah. 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 Do, yeah that's well, my yeah, football I'm, one. I'm with the Bengals. I had to throw oh, them in there. Those couple of years that they had. Okay. Man, that's a good ass question, bro. I'm gonna start. Reggie Miller's Pacers. I put Reggie Miller's Pacers in there. They made it to the finals though. Yeah, but they ain't win. No oh, titles. you said win the championship. They didn't win. Okay, the I thought you said just win. Yeah, they didn't like like they had a good run and you remember them. They was memorable. But they was one of them yeah, teams shit. that you just talk. didn't win the championship. From the documentary. Right. Well, I mean, yep. shit, if you were to do that with basketball, shit, we gonna name every team that Jordan beat. He go, hey, and guess what? It's gonna be more than five. It's gonna be more than five. Hey, you gotta throw the thumb down there too, though, man. Because they could never get past the Warriors. Hey, Ma. Ma, it might it it fuck around be ten teams if we start naming just the ones Jordan beat. Real shit. It fuck around be ten (laughs) teams, dog. No, it can't be ten teams. They won six titles. So we know they played five different teams in the championship. None of them ever won it, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. We can go to. We okay. can definitely. We got to. No, no, no. That ain't true. That ain't true. I'm tripping. You a Laker fan, ain't you? Oh, but no, 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 no. Well, yeah, they okay. But you know, we never won it. <laughs> we never won the championship with that version of the team, though. But nah, I but see come what you're on. saying. No, 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 the no. Lakers can't. Yeah. Give him four. He got Kareem four. Was, Kareem good. was not on that team now. That's what I'm saying. They, they spent a decade whooping okay. ass. They, like, you know, okay, they so we'll say, say them four. We got to say the Knicks. We have to say the okay. Cavs. No question. 
He would pay the Cavs. He bro, the cat. Listen, the Cavs was a 50-60 win team some of them years. Pull it up. Pull that shit up. Yeah, but I'm the only thing I'm saying about the Cavs. There was a lot of other motherfuckers stopping them from getting rings too. No, not really. Listen, bro. <laughs> Go to that. Listen, man. I implored the entire group, bro. I don't know why more people didn't get on this. Go to the age by age breakdown. Jordan, LeBron, I posted, bro. Michael Jordan and the Bulls played the Cavs damn near five, six years in a row. And he was spanking them every year. Bro, he was averaging 40 on the Cavs. Okay. Okay, Cleveland, I'll give you that then. I, Cleveland I, 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 I has every right to hate Michael Jordan. When I started looking up them numbers he was doing yep. on them, even I was, even I was looking mm-hmm. like, why are you doing them like this, these white boys? Because that's who was on the Cavs. Hey, that that, that Thunder team got to be in there, though. They had Harden, Westbrook, and KD, man. Like, that shit could have been that shit could have been crazy. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. They would have kept that. Okay, well let's do it. Can we do it this way? Let's take out the teams that Jordan beat and do the right. five. Let's do it that way. What you mean take them out? Because it's too many of them. We just named six. You can't they don't gotta they don't gotta make the top five. A lot of them would they ain't okay, make okay. The, top five. The, the jazz make the Orlando up. Magic, second penny, second penny. I'm with that, yeah. I'm with that. Ugh. I don't know. Let me ask y'all this: Do Jason Kidd's Nets get in there? I got the Not other niggas me, over no. them though. Yeah, Who? I mean the other team. The name, yeah. Yeah, I would put the Clippers. Yeah, I didn't ever think too hard. Chris Paul, yeah. Blake Griffin, Clippers might make it for me. That's a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's a good top five though. They had a prime Chris Paul. They had a prime Chris Paul and Blake Griffin and a Hall of Fame coach Mm -hmm. in Doc Rivers. At this point, you have to say Doc Rivers is probably a Hall of Fame coach. Correct. Yeah. Definitely after the coaching job he had last year when they traded the whole damn team and he still. I couldn't. I don't think I could put them over the uh, the Jazz, though. Because the Jazz. No, I wouldn't. Utah might be because they whipped the Bulls that whole through the regular season. They swept the Bulls through the season that year. Yeah, that Utah team might be the best NBA team to never win it all. And dog, like when you go back and look at these numbers that put up together, man, that shit is crazy, man. Let me ask you this: Do Harden and D'Antoni's team? Of the last few years, they've been well, it's been three, four years now, ain't it? And it's gonna come to an end because they didn't renew D'Antoni contract. The Harden D'Antoni years count, or have they made they there? Yet? Uh, they I can waiting? put them. I mean, they are candidate. At the same time, they was up against yeah, Golden State, candidate. but they like had Golden State. On the and, and the reason I'm gonna say they're a candidate, like he's saying, is because they. I don't think their story is 100 percent over yet. I mean, Houston. I got a lot of respect for Houston, <laughs> but because they the only team that to to, to the butt? stand up to the Warriors, <laughs> they was the only team to stand up to the Warriors during their run. And the they got their ass. But but still though, you can't. I mean, you can do it. You can you can do it one or two ways. 
you could look at it like, oh man, these niggas done got Kevin Durant. Fuck it, man. I'm just gonna prepare for the future. Or you could say, man, fuck them and Kevin Durant. Nigga, we gonna win. You know what I'm saying? And that's the attitude they had. Now, did they win it? No, they did not. But they 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 put their money they put their money on the table. So and I respect that. And I don't think y'all gonna laugh, but I don't think James Harden is he can't be that big of a choker. He cannot he has got to be one playoff run that he pull a dirk on us. Like nobody saw that coming in twenty eleven. I feel like he may have that one because, and let's not forget now, before that 2011, Dirk was known as a playoff choker. This is a fact. This is a fact. I don't. I wouldn't say that, though. They lost when he was the MVP of the league. They was the num. They had the best record in the league, and they lost to number eight seed Golden State. He was known as a playoff choker, bro. He was known as a right. playoff choker. Can I ask a question? That was just the we believe. And this could, it could table this hey, for hey. another day, but I want to know why Dirk doesn't get the respect for impact on the game as far as, like, almost revolutionizing that position of power forward, stretching that shit out to mm. stretch four. Like, people, I know people saying Curry changed the game, but I also feel like Dirk down there changed a position in the game. And I don't feel like he get credit mm. for this. That's a great. That's a great point. I'll I'll say, and then I'll let uh, Maul give his answer. I'll I'll say the reason is because a lot of people looked at Euro basketball back then as soft, and the fact that he didn't play in the paint, definitely in the era he played in was looked at as kind of less than or soft. Dirk was ahead of his time. If 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 Dirk was coming out in let's say let's say it was a Dirk Nowitzki in the 2020 NBA draft. He would be the number 1 pick. Mm. Easily. Yeah. Easily. He would be the number 1. Let me in fact, let me take it a step further. Let's say Dirk was in the 2019 NBA draft with Zion. Mm. That would be a toss-up of who you mm. want to pick in today's NBA. Because in today's NBA, you can get a seven-foot shooter. It's hard to say no to that. You have to shoot the ball. Hell yeah. So I'm gonna say the reason maybe Dirk don't get his proper respect is a few reasons. Number one, because he was in an era of a lot of great power forwards who were more paint players like KG, Duncan. Uh, Malone was even still in the league a few of them years. Uh, C-Webb, Stoudemire all played in the paint. And he was an outside player, a finesse player. And I think he kind of got overshadowed by a lot of them guys. But it's a lot of people. I know a few in the group. Uh, I man Justin Hoskins, I think his name is who will scream to the heavens that Dirk better than all them niggas. He feel like Dirk better than KG, Barkley. He feel like Dirk is the, the after Duncan and Malone, shit, it's Dirk. 
Look what came so after some him. people like feel you've been saying, look what came, look what teams started to look for after that playoff run in 2011, which is another discussion. Is that one of the greatest playoff runs ever? But look what teams started looking for after this, after Dirk's success. Obviously, nobody couldn't stop it because he beat the Lakers, the Heat, Portland, and I think it was the Thunder all in one playoff run. Though. Nobody, Obviously, nobody could stop that shit. So how does he not get that respect for like what came after him? Teams started looking for Dirks. I, I think the, I think the reason he don't get it is because um, the style of play itself. Where when you uh, when you talk about Curry, now granted I don't want to discount Steve Kerr and the rest of the team and how they run their system and all that, but Curry he's from here, he plays here and he's doing it here. So everything about it gets accredited toward him or somebody he affiliated with in Golden State. They get accredited with that style of play. Dirk, the NBA trying to introduce Euro basketball, you happen to be a Euro player. We associate the mm. style of play with the place from over there. So the, the over there gets the credit when we talk about it. Like, that's how they play. And we don't – Dirk might not get enough credit as far as uh, – smoothly making the transition. If you had to say it was a, a Euro player that had to prove to Americans that Euro-style basketball could work in the NBA, you would have to give Dirk that credit. Dirk, I mean, not not to even say he was the first, but just to say he was the first to have a certain level of success to where it's like, oh, this, you know, at the end of the year, this could be the motherfucker holding up a trophy. You get you one of these. And now everybody, like you said, you gotta have a, you have to have a stretch four. You still need the box out rebound guys. You they gonna always have some type of use because ain't nobody gonna shoot a hundred percent. But you have to have a shooter. Right. You have to have a big shooter uh, now. I'm like, gonna be real. In 2020 NBA, there the power forward position is dead. There is tell. I mean. Right. Who plays power forward? You got Giannis, you got AD. They're really centers, you know what I mean. But they play the they play the four. But I mean, ninety percent of teams they playing a small forward, quote unquote, stretch four, at the power forward position. I mean, that's just the way right. of the league now. Like, it, it's nothing, mm-hmm. it's nothing you can do about it. And uh. Like I said, bro, a Dirk in today, like he would be a center to like Porzingis, and and I met Dirk. He hate Porzingis because he feel like he don't get enough rebounds. But Dirk wasn't he? He averaged ten rebounds. That that's the crazy thing about Dirk. In the regular season, he was a he he was a good rebounder. He's gonna he's gonna get rebounds because he's seven feet. So let's right. get that out the way. He's gonna wake right. up out the bed and get seven rebounds a game. You know what I mean? What you're expecting is him to get 12, 14 rebounds or something, you know, but he was never that. But in the playoffs for his career, Dirk is one of the few players that actually averaged 10 rebounds per game in, uh, for his playoff career. Wow. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah, bro. And yeah, right. So you, you're making a good point about Dirk, man. In the playoffs, Dirk averages 10 rebounds yes. a game. Damn. 
You know who else do? That's a crime. You know who else do? Dennis Rodman. There's another person they be hating on? Larry Bird. Yeah, man. Yeah. Man, look. I be hating on Larry Bird, too. But I, I, I'm, I'm not going to go all the way into it. But, like, bro, I just be wanting to be honest, dog. Like, I get it that, like, um, nostalgia is what it is. And... And one thing I love about Mike, he right. always credits the previous right. uh, generation, which that's the biggest thing. You always look at the next generation, not to compare them to the last one, but to actually be looking at what the last one birthed. This is what they created, what they play. All the kids around the world watching basketball, these the NBA players now. This is what them old niggas did. But Larry Bird is like, bro, he was what he was in his time. When we get to comparing across lines, he is one of those guys where I'll be like, Larry Bird don't want to see KD <laughs> walking toward him, man. Like, come on, man. I disagree. Can we be but honest? I disagree. That nigga Bird I was disagree, never scared. Man. I, I he went toe-to-toe like, with anybody. He, bro, he wasn't scared of shit. Yeah, he would have went, bro. He would have loved to okay. go to. And, then, and, and who can go KD anyway, Who can think about Bird? If, if I... Like, bro, bro, if I step outside and it's a bear out there, right? If I'm not scared, what what difference do that make? <laughs> if I'm going to fight the I bear? Saying, but this is this the thing, bro. This is the thing about birds, though, that people got to understand. One-on-one, yeah, he might get dusted by a lot of niggas. One-on-one. Because he's not athletic. He's not, you know what I mean? But we all we all have went to the why to who, and it's that white man over there with who, bro. We all think, bro. Come on now, who shoot? Dog, form he be row, a hitman part. That motherfucker butter every go round. He shoot, bro. He sit there and shoot free throws, nigga, every day. And if he and if you pick him and pick up, he gonna hit, bro. He gonna hit. He gonna he gonna do everything right. But he can't, you know what I mean? He ain't finna be flashy. Bird is that nigga times 20. His basketball IQ, bro, like if you watch him play, like this, this is the thing about Bird. During the 80s, people couldn't tell you who was a better passer between Bird and Magic. People just so quick to say Magic because he's a point guard. Bruh, Larry Bird is one of the best passers in NBA history. By far. By far. I mean, I'm with you, I'm with you on that, bro, but it's the difference between the amount of passes Magic was throwing and the amount that Larry right, was throwing. Right, because, you know because Larry is a scorer. Larry is a scorer right, by But his passing, right, so I'm saying, he was just as good as passer as LeBron. But it's like, keep it fair, bro. We don't compare Magic Johnson scoring to Larry Bird scoring, and Magic Johnson could score, but we don't compare the two, right? Like, because he didn't score on the level that Bird scored on, right? So it's like Larry could do some phenomenal passes, but he we can't put him in the same breath with Magic like that if we ain't gonna do it with scoring. I, I have to. No, you can't do it. I have to, Brad, because I watched him, like. Listen, bro, I, I watch a lot of basketball, bro. I, I watch Bird. 
Bruh, his game is crazy. Like, you just have to watch it, bro. Like, this is the thing about a lot of that, bro. And I just watched um on that documentary, on uh, The Last Dance. That's what we, we really talking about, where they said uh, Jordan was always in the moment. He never was out of that moment he was in right then and there. And when I watch basketball, like, especially shit that I didn't watch live, like, I watched the Cavs and the Warriors 73 and 9 shit. I watched that live. I watched it happen. So I, I was in the moment. I have no choice to be it, but to be in the moment. I'm watching the shit. But when I go back and watch shit that I didn't see live and I'm when I'm watching it for the first time, I can actually put myself in that moment. Like, okay, I'm about to sit and watch. Game seven of the '69 Finals. I talked to this with a uh, Valentine, uh, Valentine one, because you know he he hate that old shit. He I ain't gonna say he hate it, but he just be like, yo, if I ain't see it, I don't fuck with it. And I said like, look, you can watch that shit, but I also understand it's just like telling a some a motherfucker born in the '90s or the or the 2000 shit to watch Bewitched. You know what I'm saying? A show from the fucking 60s. They're right. not going to get it. You know what I mean? It's just going to be like, why would I watch this shit? But Why is they sleeping in separate beds? You know what I'm saying? Like, But I, there is a certain audience out there that will watch that shit. I, I'm one of them people, bro. I can put myself... So like I was saying, if I'm about to watch the Game 7, 69 NBA Finals, Lakers versus Celtics, Wilt, Jerry West, Elgin versus... Uh, Bill Russell Boone, bro, I can actually tell, put myself in my in my brain to where okay, I don't know the outcome even though I do know it I'm gonna, fuck the outcome I'm watching this shit as it's happening in 1969, so if you're a fucking Laker fan in 1969 in your brain, you thinking we lost to these sorry motherfucking Celtics every, we never beat them, ever we finally got will. We're going to beat these niggas today. You understand what I'm saying? Like that feeling as a fan when nigga, I, I'm I'm here to watch my team win. So you can watch you know so, what? so you can take so you can take the <laughs> fact that the game is not being played the way you're used to seeing it played out your brain. And you can think about what's on the line on and what you're looking at. Do you you understand what I'm saying? Instead of thinking, man, look how they shooting the ball. Just think, man, this nigga playing for his legacy. Fuck how he shooting the ball. Who's gonna win this game and why? You see what I'm saying? And like, so I can put myself in those moments when I watch them old games. And when you watch Bird. I get it. You he he a player you have to watch. I, I understand it though, bro, because he'll he'll have you like, oh shit. I didn't even know he could do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I listen, if you can watch the Denver Nuggets in 2020 with Nikola Lo, uh, Jokic re- leading the team, super unathletic. A lot of times, a lot of times he's not even in shape. I watch that much basketball, bro. 
and this nigga can have the Denver Nuggets with 50-plus games, you're going to tell me Larry Bird couldn't know. I'm not buying it. <laughs> you don't have to buy it, nigga. I ain't selling it. But, but I'm going to tell you two things. One, you are a fucking psychopath. You be in the motherfucking house with, I bet you you wear the t-shirts from the years of the shit that happened the year before. Like, somebody had some beat up. Like, you really be interested in that. I knew he was crazy, but I had no idea that you was like, I bet you money, like, dog, hey, Marcus, I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. And I bet you Lakes get mad and cry when some <laughs> shit lose, and I bet you he get happy and cry when motherfuckers win the title. If they play the Shaq and Kobe winning the title shit tonight, he gonna be on the floor, on his knees, biting his knees. <laughs> In the fucking... <laughs> like the shit really like the shit is really going on. Oh, okay. That's something that's something cool to know, Lakes. We're gonna we're gonna have a long discussion about that later. But the thing, all I'm saying, I'm not knocking Larry Bird, bro. I'm just saying two things about him. One, Magic had down to double the assist for a career that Larry Bird had. So we could say Larry Bird is a great passer. I even agree with you that he's all time great. We're not gonna put him in the category with Magic Johnson when it comes to passing. Would you put LeBron? Because the numbers... Would you put LeBron? No, no, bro. Look, look. Larry Bird and LeBron. With what you saying, you just saying the the quality of passes that they can throw is right up there with Magic Johnson, right? right? That's I agree with that. That's not no problem. But when we get to talking about all-time passers, we just going to show respect for what happened and just say, like, you could put Stockton in there with, uh, with, um... Now, see, Magic, I And he can't even throw the quality passes, but it's the... As a passer, you accumulated this. What can I do about that? I see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? What you say, I see, I see both sides, think? though. I see both sides. Um... Uh, Cause I see, bro, basically saying like shit. You know they accumulated these as stats, and he's agreeing with you, basically saying that yes, Larry, LeBron, and Magic are all quality passers. They're gonna make good passes throughout the game, but Magic is gonna have a higher volume of passes, which basically gives him more room for error because he's doing it at a higher volume. Mm. Right. Right, he gonna do That's this what they all day. In. This like, is job. You know, Stopping the all-time assist leader, so it's like you can't argue with that shit. I think assist and steals leader, if I'm not mistaken. Right, all that, all that backcourt shit. He got that shit. Right, he played twenty so years. Like, we wouldn't get magic like like magic is ahead of Bird and five assists, and we we could say they're equal passers. Bird is ahead of Magic in five points per game. Would you say they equal scorers? Right, right. Everybody I got see what you're and uh, that makes yeah. sense. That makes sense. And a lot of I remember when. Well, I don't remember, but I recall that early in Magic career, that was one of the knocks against him that he couldn't shoot. And th- now, and, and now, now that's real funny. We talking about this. Because let's go back to uh, our man West's point about Dirk, right? 
Let's say yeah. in 2020, in the 2020 draft, there was a Dirk Nowitzki in the draft mm-hmm. and there was a Magic Johnson. Who Dirk, would you no take? Question. Yeah, I would take I'm Dirk. taking Dirk because we're already seeing a player like Ben Simmons, who really is a version of Magic, just more athletic, but he's definitely as good a passer. I wouldn't say better, but definitely as good. He's more athletic, more explosive. But I mean, he can't shoot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And let's be honest with this too, dog. And it's not a knock to nobody. This is just the way the game is. And this is the aftermath of Michael Jordan. And not to, you know, but it's like, I could find me a point guard. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a bunch of point guards. I'm not saying that they all equal or they all do the exact same things, but it's just, you want a good quality point guard? The Grizzlies came up off of Michael Conley Jr. because they got John Morant. They finna have 30, 40 years of fucking consistent Damn. point guard play. Like, at least 20-something, right? How long was Michael Conley there? Like, what, 14 years or some crazy shit? I don't know. But you'll find you a point guard, so it's like, how valuable is Matty Johnson right now? Guard, heavy league. I don't know. It's a different game. I was saying it's a guard, heavy league. Like you said, you, say you what? a guard anywhere. Mm-hmm. And if I get, you a, get guard, you a guard, I want a guard that can shoot. Right. So it's like, why even, why even identify <laughs> yeah, this with positions anyway? Because it's like now, the game is modern. It's been evolutionized. It's like the positions don't really matter. Right. Like look at look at a player like Lonzo Ball. Right. Now here you got a guy, big for his position, wet, very big. Um, he's bulked up. Since his rookie year, he got he's got muscle on him. Um, he always was a great passer, always a great defender. The knock on him was what he can't shoot, right? Now mm-hmm. the nigga still can't shoot a mid range. He still can't shoot a free throw. But man, he will bust your ass from three. Now think about that. <laughs> That's you crazy. can't shoot a free throw, but you you can you can heat up from the three point line. That's right. NBA in 2020 right there. That's crazy. Just when you when you saw Houston just remove, you know, like the center and go all small. I mean, that was that was something too though. That's a sign too. Like damn. Like they really went all out with the small ball yeah. shit. Yeah, they did. They they was they was going down. Once they de- made that trade, they 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 uh that's what OKC started to go up. And Houston started to go down. Uh, Dan Tony was tripping with that one. I I feel where he coming from with it. You know, it's like shit, nigga. They for the fire. But the anyway, crazy thing so about shit. that that, uh, you know that decision allowed Westbrook to start back getting his, and like for Harden and Westbrook to be able to get get their shit, their normal numbers. But it's resulting in 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 losses though. That's crazy. Yeah, what would you do that for? I, I don't I didn't I didn't I never had no faith in it, but I will give them this. It started off uh, <laughs> like damn, they making this shit work. Shout out to your Lakers. Yeah. Lakers. They cheat they cheated. So they came up. They look right. They ain't cheat. <laughs> you got hoops. Look, dog, look. 
they they made the trade then they first game against us. So we don't know nothing about this this crazy shit they got going on, man. We just walking into the game like, okay, they went small. This okay, black shit, magic. whatever. You know, and they bust our ass with it. But you know, as the league got one one game tape, all you need is one coach to get the tape, goddammit. They they whooped the Lakers ass. I right, pop that motherfucker in the in the uh in the practice, man. Look at this goofy ass shit, man. And bro, you, know you gotta you gotta be <laughs> able to shoot. Like not even yeah. like on you can't even have no off night and shooting to just to even win with small ball because you can't account for rebounds. You gotta basically outscore the other team, and you are giving it up right. on defense. You gotta hit them joints. So if you off, that shit ain't gonna work in no in no in no playoffs in no finals. If you, if you have an off night, right. Hey man, OKC. Okay, I mean, I said OKC okay, because I'm so used to them playing with them. Houston was going home in the first round. Let's let's just keep it a book. <laughs> hey, you see your boy Valentine say first round, first round rough. Who, who, who they gonna be playing in the first <laughs> round if it had started when the season ended? I want to say it wouldn't have been. Uh, I want to say Utah. Yeah, <laughs> yep, I think it was something, something like that. But let's check. Utah, Utah with the same, Denver, you said Utah with the same Houston home easy. But I mean, they was... hell yeah, mm-hmm. easy money. Hell yeah, man, Houston, Houston. Bruh. Houston was finna go into the playoffs <laughs> with that bullshit. Come on, man. Come on, man. Stop it. And we know <laughs> Westbrook in in Utah. Shit, he he let the fans get to him every time he go play there. So it's just like, come on, bro. If if it wasn't Utah, it was Denver who would have really whooped. Yeah, it was, it was Denver. They're gonna play Denver. Utah got four. So they play five. Okay, see. Oh, so they would have gonna play Denver. Yeah, yeah y'all gonna play Denver. Dallas would play the. Dallas will play the Clippers and uh, the Grizzlies will play the Lakers, which them motherfuckers, I'm going to tell you something. That was my first uh, Laker and LeBron game. I had never been to see the team or the player. And I had been to see the Grizzlies a few times, and I never saw John Morant. But that game, the Lakers looked like it's like they was collectively bad. Like, I don't know if the morale was down or they just didn't give a fuck or it was a rest game or maybe they all partied last night. But the whole fucking team, and Bub, if you're listening, I'm not trying to shit on them. I'm just observing as a, a, a long-time NBA fan, just looking at what's going on. Kuzma did some shit I ain't never seen him do before. AD didn't look like he was in it wholeheartedly. And the damn king, man, I will give the king this. When you don't have no commentary on and the camera ain't switching between angles if they try to tell you something and put somebody else that's not playing basketball in your face with a suit on to talk about the game that you're about to watch. You just watching it. He do a lot of, like, crowd work like a wrestler. Like, as far as for the people that's in the arena, it's like he talked to him, he bounced around, he jumped in certain areas, he put his hands up in certain areas. It's like it, it almost felt like um 
don't, I don't know what to call it. Like, not company man, or would it be poster boy? You know, you you know that feeling that you get when you see John Cena. I do. Hey, listen, Stephen A. Smith has said that about uh, LeBron, and uh, a lot of one thing he said he always respect is the fact that hey man, when they know when they go to to on the road game and their name is on the marquee. They got to show up. They have to put on a show. They got to be entertaining. You know what I'm saying? Is 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 they got to? You know what I mean? They like you said. They got to be that poster boy. Shit, I, it's my job. I don't have no choice. You know what I mean? Because a lot of the players that's on the end of the bench, shit. You know they. You know the money I bring in help feed. You know what I mean? I help feed the whole fucking league. So yeah, I got to go out here and right. put on a show. I got to be who that you either gonna hate my guts. You hey, yo, well, you I want to bring this shit up, too. When I uh, when I went to the, uh, I live over here in Atlanta, so I be going to the Hawks game for the low. So Houston came in town last year, and I was able to get on the fucking floor for $300, dog. $300 for a front row seat. That's how cheap that shit is over here. Mm-hmm. Damn, you came up. Yeah, bro, because the because nobody right. give a fuck about the Hawks in Atlanta. For real? Yeah, bro. I I've been Atlanta pretty much my second home, bro. Atlanta Hawks games are like that's like going to the club in Atlanta. They don't care about that shit. But the club, they like the club. No, I'm saying the they do. That's but no, I'm saying they don't care about the game. So, you know so, what I'm saying? so oh, with, but with that three hundred dollars, what I didn't know is you get the. It's all you can eat, all you can drink in the suite. You know, I'm talking about like top top shelf, top food, all the stars and shit down there. I met Dr. J down there, dog. I met Dr. J like three hundred dollars. You met Dr. J? You don't have to go up to no concession stand. Everything on the floor is the celebs. It's all you can eat, all you can drink for free. All that shit included in the three hundred dollars. Quavo, Dr. J, all them niggas was just down there. That shit was just crazy, dog. Damn. Nah, I did. I you get a picture with Dr. J? Friendly, like, you know. I just, we just kind of spoke to him and just said what we said and kept it moving. Yeah, I feel you. But it's like, damn, like, niggas, you know, right. paying that 200 to sit up there, it's like, man, you, if you got that 300, it ain't nothing like the NBA experience on that floor. Then you kind of see how big these guys are. Like, these guys are giants. Man. Like, I'm right here with Harden and yeah, Capella. It's like, damn, this nigga Harden is really like a fucking giant. And they don't look like that from on TV. Because they all standing next to each other. But when they standing next to our short asses. <laughs> Man, I got a James Harden story that I really can't tell on this <laughs> podcast, dog. But listen. <laughs> Listen, dog. So Listen, it. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop some hints, and if you know me, you're gonna figure it out. We was in a club in Vegas, 2015, 16ish. So if you know what time that was in my life, you can kind of put it together. Okay, it was some heavy hitters in this club. Okay, it was. Uh, James Harden. It was Future. It was Trey Songz. 
among others. And to make a long story short, some shit happened where some niggas got to fighting. And all I'm going to say is two things. Number one, I still to this day cannot believe it's not better footage of what happened in that club that night that went viral than what actually did come out. This is how I know whoever niggas lawyers are and whoever niggas uh, got working for them, they be on that shit immediately. Because my nigga, when I tell you that shit went viral, I'm telling And it would still be some people talking about to this day if it would have went viral. But Number two, but but if you Google, if you Google James Harden fight in Vegas on you uh, or YouTube, it some might pop up. But anyway, the second thing is the nigga who swung on <laughs> Harden. <laughs> wow, I'm laughing because it's still funny to this day, bro. The first thing this nigga told me was, bruh, Tank, I can't believe I beat this nigga in a <laughs> And I'm looking at him like, dog, yes, nigga, what did you think? You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, this nigga. They monsters, man. Bro, this, because look, he was sitting down. This nigga stood up. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> he looked like Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that man stood up like Andre the Giant, bro. Like, wow. Hand looked like he could palm your head, five. bro. I'm like, yeah. He could. Not my head, but y'all head. He could palm y'all head. <laughs> <laughs> Dog. Yeah, man. That, that, that shit is crazy. That's a fun bro. story, bro. But, the per- but certain people I fuck with. Still to this day, do not fuck with James Harden at all because of some that little shit that went down. But you know, uh, back to what we were saying, man, about the Rockets. Yeah, man, they just. Let me ask y'all a question: Do y'all think Houston can win a championship with Westbrook and Harden as the main players? Even if they get rid of D'Antoni, if which it looks the like right, they if have. If they get the right pieces to go with it, not them alone. They need the right pieces, though, like any other team. I'm with you on that. Like, I, I don't see it, but I, I, I'm biased against D'Antoni, so it's like I'm, I wouldn't be a first person to even ask because it's like, dog, I have never – I like watching the things D'Antoni put together because offensively, it's like, you know, the pace and everything. It's very fun to watch a lot of his teams over the years. But the the shit that he try to do, like being a genius, it never works out in the we not I'm not we not even talking about a guy that don't win titles. We talking about a guy that never gets to the round. I'm not a D'Antoni fan either. Like, bro, 
I don't know what the, I don't know how he gets so much props and God rest Kobe's soul, but Kobe seemed to love Dan Tony for Nigga, whatever he was reason let back Kobe, in the day. I guess his daddy played with him or something he was like gonna that. Let Kobe, you know, have full control of that offense like he gave it to Harden. That's probably why. But my question for late, my question have for late, because he was my losing. question for you, late, would be what choice. player in the league do you think will play best with Westbrook to win a championship? Durant. Nobody. He had him. Kevin Durant. He ran them off. So you think Durant is the best player that can play with Westbrook? He that ran him like off. That's what going with. I think I think Durant is the best. Hell yeah. Because he can pull up from 40. Westbrook can't shoot. Durant is a but but Westbrook needs the ball in his hands. Durant is a player that don't need the ball, can play on or off the ball, can shoot, can defend what he want to. I mean, it's not going to get no – it don't even matter what name I say. Whoever Outside I say Durant, ain't about to be who, better who than no Kevin Durant. Choice, then. That's for them. Kevin so. Durant out of the equation. Maybe uh, – uh, Maybe a maybe a Clay Thompson. Okay. Whoever it is, is going to have to be able to play without the ball and shoot, and play a little defense because mm. Westbrook ain't the best at that either. So, I maybe a Clay Thompson. I mean, bro, he got to be better. At the end of the day, he got to. <laughs> It don't, but I mean, he should have been able to do what Paul doing. If we, if if he that nice, give give Curry Paul George. Watch watch what happens. That's somebody else that we don't uh, pick on enough. It's Paul George. It's like Whitley. Boy, playoff piece, what he said, but they had preseason piece. All at all, even in the playoffs, he preseason piece. That's like, bro. You was you was in a lot of people's eyes a the guy type of guy, and now motherfuckers watching you get your ass whooped with uh, other guys taking the brunt of the fall now, and that's something else that I said with Kawhi. If uh, if they have any type of mishaps and they all you know remain healthy, and something happens and they get their ass bust, we really need to start looking at PG. Because it's like, as much as, you know, and, I, and I'm and i with you on this too, Lace. You know, I've done it with you. Like, as far as Lillard hitting that shot, I know he was talking to Westbrook because that's who he was having to spat with. And to his credit, Westbrook wasn't on him because Westbrook couldn't do shit with him. But playoff right. P, you was on him when he hit that shot. Like, mm. that's crazy. Like, nigga, if Kawhi can't do nothing with you, it's time we start looking at playoff P. Like, bro, what is you? Like, yeah, Westbrook right. got bounced you, off the first you round. You're exactly right, man. Well, I, Paul George was right there with him getting bounced off the first round. Thing, just like the only thing I've given him credit for is that he had LeBron in front of him over there. But it's like, now you got Kawhi now. You know, if you can't do nothing with that, bro, I bet I'm not a believer of, of Paul George anyway. But if you can't do it with Kawhi, bro, yeah, it's time. It's time he get that treatment. And it just it just makes it hard to argue with his statistics. Like statistically, 
you know what I'm saying? It's hard to argue with his statistics, but as far as when the shit is on the line and you need something to happen, when okay. the fuck do Paul George help you out? Mm. I'm a, I'm gonna say this in fairness to preseason P. Um, he was injured this season. He was never really right, so I'm not gonna hold this year against him really, because he just wasn't right from the start of the season, and. Even even trying to do the load management with him, it's just like I seen players go through that where for some reason it just they just not right. But you don't so, think you don't think um, he, you don't think he, after this quarantine but, is over with the rest that they've had that he should be he should be healthy if the season continues. Oh, ain't no excuse now. I mean, yeah, if the season come back, ain't no excuse. But. My, I was just saying, I was only talking about just this year, though. Uh, Paul George, <laughs> Paul George, he choked a lot. So I ain't even about to sit here and cap for the man. He choked too. He he was shooting forty. I mean, uh, thirty under forty percent with Westbrook on some of them games. I watched them, you know. So I ain't gonna just shit on Westbrook, but I'm gonna say this also. I think playing with Kawhi is a better fit only because PG don't need the ball in his hands. We saw that playing in OKC. But I do like PG with the ball in his hands. I do like that. I, PG PG got a crazy handle. I mean, do you like do you like PG with the ball in his hands late? No, I, I think he's gonna give it up. I, I think he he, he knows choked a lot in OKC, man. I, you don't I think he a lot. I mean, like even throughout the season, he had a lot of bad nights, like a lot of, you know, for him to be on that level, he had a lot of bad. I'm talking about like bad nights and a lot of nights and not coming up in the fourth. And I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I'm not sure we'll ever get a full 82 games out of. Paul George ever again in his career so he might just be injury prone you know like because people uh, were saying he was the MVP candidate until he had that soldier uh, soldier so shoulder injury that year and then that shoulder injury also went into the playoffs as well so like I, I, I want to even though I'm trying to give him the injury excuse like yeah. he's he's injured a lot, so he just that just may be who he is, like a Kyrie Irving, you know, or anybody to get hurt a lot. I, I'm even look, I'm even putting Kevin Durant in that category. Like I've been the only one screaming that though. It's like yo, people keep you can't just assume he's gonna be the guy we saw. We can't do that. Kevin Durant gets hurt a lot. That's just a fact. And if we can't do that, then we can't say he's the best player in the league. Thank you, David Lakes, for that. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, nah, no bullshit. We run no, the time. Can I bro. say this to that point though? Because that was a good point. Yeah. If you want to use that and to say LeBron is still the best in the league, I'm not mad at that. That nigga do not get hurt. He was he was playing. All the games this year. 
Bro, I don't really think LeBron is the best in the Who league. Who do you think is then? Steph Curry? I got to. Steph Curry? I have to like, don't say Steph Curry. Nah. No, nah, I ain't going to say Don't say what you want to say. All I'm saying is like when we determining value, like I'm obviously his skill set, right? The man got more experience than everybody he around these days. So just from an intelligence level, LeBron could always come on the court and do something, you know, and he got the, he been around so long and the whole, whether you're talking about just the story of it, the, the Hollywood aspect of it, or the, you know, who's the veteran on this court aspect of it. He got that. He is that right now. He's that guy. But as far as like we, when people get to draft the people and they, okay, let me say it like this. When people get to drafting people and they get to trading people, don't they factor in like age at the time? Like you, based on your age, you trading you as this birth value versus somebody this age. You know what I mean? Right. So it's like I don't. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm saying he might still be the best, but I don't think he, based off everything that's going on and who he is, I don't think he's the most valuable to have. To have him on your team, you have to be in win now mode, and then on top of that. You better give him the freedom to uh, play how he wants, and then you build around the way he wants to play, rather than you building the system and then you finding players for the way you want to build. You got you got LeBron. You got to build for LeBron. If if you pick these other guys, you could say I get this type of point guard and this type of like when we was comparing Dirk and Magic, saying they was in a draft right now. We doing that off skill set. What your skill set would be of this use to me versus your skill set being of this use to me. You get LeBron now. You get a certain player today. Okay, he ain't a three and D guy, but he do this. Now we need three and D. I need three and D. I got LeBron. That don't take away from his value a little bit to you. The like the defense, I give him this. It came back this year. But we talking about after like three, four years of subpar defense. Maybe not. Maybe not so much one of them years in Cleveland. I give him that one. But for the most part, I say at least two of the last three years in Cleveland and and the and the fucking um last year with the Lakers defense was just terrible. I've never seen nothing like it. It was just bad. So he keeping it up right now and I wanna make sure I give him that credit. But at the same time, dog, defensively he ain't what he once was. He don't have that same value on defense. It sounds like you're making a case for Kawhi. I don't know who I'm making Yawn. the case for. I'm just saying it ain't it ain't so cut and dry. It ain't so fucking cut and dry to just be like, oh, it's LeBron. He the best. That, that's like the cliche thing. Who I say, think it's like, the best West? Yeah, it's LeBron. <laughs> right now, today, to me, uh, I don't know. I I can't say KD man because he's not active, man. That's that's why. I, I disagree with you on that because I know you. No, you can't say him. He hurt throughout the year. No, no, I can't. No, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. Let me clear that up. When he was playing, yeah, but he's he hurt. You can't say him. That's that's unfair. It can't be him. He got a damn Achilles injury. You he may never me, come back between right no, now. No, there's no way you can say it's really right. between LeBron, Kawhi, you can't and Curry. Right now, those my three. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, 
it's kind of give and take with the Giannis and LeBron thing. Giannis they, ain't you in know, it. Like me. LeBron averaging ten assists. Like he never done this in his career. Like that's impressive. And to take them, to take them not from, from not in my the opinion, playoffs from last year to the number one. Season in my opinion, win, that's impressive to me. But I, I do know AD has something to do with that too, though. In my opinion, if you can't shoot. If you can't shoot, you can't be the best in the world. Not in today's NBA. Come on, man. You can't yes, do I that. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Not <laughs> listen. Listen. In, in 1999, 98? Okay. So who are you in saying the best? Hell no. Hell no. God no. LeBron. Fuck no. You know who I said the best. Who the best? Kawhi? No. You better not say Curry. Listen, this is how we're going to end this podcast. I have, I have told you, lost niggas. <laughs> I've told you, lost niggas. No oh, man. For about three or four podcast episodes now. <laughs> if I was building the team <laughs> right now today, if I had to build a team from scratch, I don't have no players, no coach, no nothing. And you said you can pick any one of these guys right now and get it going. <laughs> you taking Luka Doncic? There is a light-skinned little bastard that wears number thirty in the bay. I would not pick nobody over him. The way that basketball is played in two thousand and twenty going forward, there is no more valuable so player. So you're going to take Curry. end of story. You're going to take the guy that. But, but, uh, but you hit it on me over the guy who can who can give me shooting, rebounding, assisting, and the defense. Not like the, no, no, the hell, you Curry can give you all that. <laughs> so Yannick, yo, so rebound and the same rate and block and defend. He's gonna be that same force. Yes. No, not at um, no, not at the same rate, not at the same rate. But for his play He's style, a liability his on defense, though. Curry is a great rebounder and passer. But it ain't. Yeah, but it ain't that's, no, that's it ain't no count. count with Giannis that's and all of that. No, it ain't not counting. Count. Count. <laughs> no, it's not. But guess what? But guess what? Can't none of them pull up from fifty. But who Curry? Not one. <laughs> not one of them. Can't not one of them pull up from fifty. Brock can pull up from six. Yeah, he gonna he gonna hit him. He gonna hit about <laughs> one, and he gonna miss about four five and still shoot. And trust me, I how many know, times you gonna pull up from six? I was watching the game. How many times you gonna pull up? Hey, six. yeah, you talking about for Steph Curry? As many times as they gonna let him. Let me tell you something about Steph Curry, man. They are meeting him <laughs> when he touched the ball. When he touched the ball. The defender up on They like, yeah, I can't even let this nigga. Listen, man, keep playing with that boy. Y'all forgot. See, this is the thing. He didn't play this year, so y'all forgot. But guess what? He coming back. He coming back. Hey, this is why This is why the Lake. I wanted us to win it so bad this year. We was going to win it. I knew we was going to win it. While he rolled away. We about to get our trophy. Be happy. All we want to see. Oh my! He all coming. We see, hey, he coming back, all y'all. All we want to see. GSPN. All we want to see is he Steph Curry back. lead 
and will his team in the finals to the championship. That's all we want to see. Where's he the hardware? Where's the proof? He already did that. I'm talking he about being three. the best player in Wait the finals. <laughs> I know that. The best, I'm talking about being the best player Steph in the Curry finals. got three championships. He yeah, wasn't man. the best. So who was the best player in the finals? All I'm saying I'm is talking about I before know he got point guard who, who was the best player on the Warriors in the that finals? That beat Mike. I know a point guard. Who was the best player on the Warriors in the finals? And was the finals MVP twice. Who? Oh. Oh, he got it. Zeke was not the finals MVP twice. Okay, my bad, my bad. No, he wasn't. Once, yeah. Isaiah Thomas better than Steph Curry? But what I'm saying is, I want to. What I'm saying is, I want to see Steph Curry be the, un- be the undoubtedly best player on the court and come home with that Finals MVP. He got to have it on there, Jordan. Everybody man, else got listen, it on man. there, dog. The if fight, you listen, this nigga as the best man die. in the league or going down where you say he's going to go down in history, he has to have that on his resume. Like the other great though, he got to have it. He got to have it. Okay. I ain't mad at that. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. But I'll say this. They played him out of his final MVP. That's why I don't really, to me, it's a little bit unfair because the media went with the narrative over the facts when they won their first championship that Steph Curry was clearly the finals MVP. But it's like, okay, they gave it to Dollar, but it's like, now he got to live with that when anybody who knows the game knows hey, that's many, bullshit. How many points did Curry average, it was Curry. How many points did Curry Listen, average on his first when MVP? When they was coming back. Yeah, how many points he had? His first MVP? Uh, I want to say like 23-24. What that mean? <laughs> it means that we are at the 110 okay. minute mark. We're, we're, we're gonna, we're we gonna come back to it. We're gonna have to come back to it. Another great episode, God. Marcus, man, I appreciate you coming on for the first time, man. We hope to get you back on here again too soon, man, so I can ask you some questions about. Uh, yeah, I know how I'm you a, say you're you from teach, Alabama, so but you stay in Atlanta for about three years. So, uh, shit, nigga, I'm off work to about September. I'm chilling. That's what's up, bro. Another teacher from, from Alabama, man. Right, that's wild. That's what's up. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I got them brought <laughs> up with all that goofy shit I was on that day. I apologize. Uh, Lakes, talk to me, man. What you got to say? Uh, Shout out to the group, man. Shout out to everybody who participated in the, the list we did. And you know who was fucking with it. If you wasn't fucking with it, hey. Whatever, but shout out to everybody, man. Stay safe from this COVID bullshit. That's all I got. Now, uh, look forward all to being right, on. All right, Marcus, you enjoyed it. Bro? And also, uh, look into Zoom too, man. We, we get everybody face on the call. Take many, uh, many people that want to participate. They text the link to everybody's phone. 
it's like a group FaceTime type of thing too. I think that'd be something else we can look into. I'm glad that you said that. I'm glad you said that because me and Lace was we was actually talking about that. I did one with Bub and the other group, and it was great. And we are going we we go we moving toward that soon. The podcast is this is episode ninety seven. Okay. So we was really concerned. We're like, let's go ahead and get to that hundred mark. And then we start doing some other things. So that shit is coming soon. This shit gonna be crazy. And you know, no sports kind of fucked us over, man. When we like tell me if I'm lying. March fifteenth, we were scheduled to go and get equipment to go uh you know, yep. um we had it planned, GSB and I swear we was gonna break down the game. Live on the podcast, a live game. We was gonna break it down like we had a whole plan, and this shit came out of nowhere. So, but you know, we gonna get it the week of, it. bro. That was March fifteenth was on the Sunday. Yep, I believe we were supposed to go that Sunday, and we was locked down. <laughs> that shit crazy. 